Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting. Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show. The show by golfers, for golfers. It is Tea to Green, the golf show, where we talk golf every Sunday, and all you have to do is listen. Hi there. Welcome in. Jay Ritchie along with Jerry Evans and another home edition of Tea to Green. And on the show today... Uh, it's a show that, uh, we are looking forward to a lot because we got a couple of great guests joining us, uh, as we talk golf. A couple of biggest headlines in golf with two great guests. Couldn't be any better than that. The United States Golf Association has a new boss. The USDA announced on Wednesday Mike Wan will take over for Mike Davis as the new executive director. Wan spent the past 11 years as commissioner of the LPGA, and he is certainly no stranger to the golf community. Both of our guests today will take a look at what's going on with Mike Wan and the USGA. Ron Syrak will be here. Besides working for the Golf Channel and Golf Digest, Ron also covers ladies golf for LPGA.com. We'll get his thoughts on that. We'll also hear from Ron about the return of one of the all-time greats coming out of retirement after almost 13 years. Annika Sorenstam says she will play in a for real tournament next week on the LPGA Tour. We'll get Ron Syrak's thoughts on that. Jack Dillon also knows Mike Wan. The two of them go back a long ways, and Dillon with Golf Inc. and Volvic USA will be here to talk about that. We'll also get his thoughts on the golf industry and what's in store for golf in the future in the post COVID era. Jack Dillon, Ron Syrak today on TD Green. Sunday morning, the sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at seven. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. What am I going to Help me keep my head down, save me from those double bogey blues. It's America's longest-running network radio golf show. It's T.D. Green, the website, tdgreenradio.com. You can go there and like us on Facebook, too. Scott Cuddy's in Master Control. Jay Ritchie, Jerry Evans, teeing it up with Ron Syrak, next on T.D. Green. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. 
Soon you'll have a separate fridge in the basement where extra groceries are exiled forever. Remember that frozen lasagna? Of course you don't. It's been down there since 2008. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Piece of cake. Behind the lasagna. It's very old. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. BrightsideTaxRelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit BrightsideTaxRelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to BrightsideTaxRelief.com now. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Your top source for golf news and entertainment on the radio, online, and on your smartphone. It's T. Green. It's the Golf Show. Jay Ritchie, Jerry Evans back with another edition, another home edition of the big show. We've got Scott Cuddy in master control and working on his, his new bone here, Roscoe, the rock star dog. Boy, he is... Uh, he, He's he's hard at work, isn't he? He really is, and uh, he jumped up on my lap as I came in here. And uh, he's so. happy to see you. Yeah, he always is, which is great. At least somebody <laughs> loves me. <laughs> Man, there's been a lot going on in in golf these days, and we got a couple of guests today that are going to share their their views and their thoughts on that. Uh, the the big headline this week was was Mike Wan taking over as the new executive director of the USGA 
after all these years for Mike Davis. And Mike Wan with the LPGA Tour has been their commissioner for like 11 years. And everybody in golf knows him. So uh, it was a great hire, and we'll see what that does to the USGA and, the, and the, if it changes their, their direction and maybe their culture a little bit. Well, that would be interesting to see how it all comes out in, in the wash. But, uh, you know, he's done a great job with the LPGA for all those years. And so now to get the chance to be the executive director of the, of the USGA, uh, it, well, you don't know if it's a, really a step up as much as it might be a, a lateral move in, in the fact that uh, he's going to have a lot of responsibility now just in a different venue. That's a great, great view of that, Jerry. And we'll talk to our first guest about that right now as Ron Syrak is standing by. Also, Annika Sorenstam coming out of retirement. We want to get to Ron's thoughts on that as we welcome Ron Syrak back to T to Green. Hi, Ron. How you doing? Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. Oh, sure. Um, didn't take Mike Ron long to find a job, did it? He wasn't unemployed very long. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling that uh, last year when the USJ announced that Mike Davis was going to step aside at some point this year, that uh, that Mike Wan was on the uh, short list of people that they reached out to and and, and uh, put out their feelers to see if he might have an interest. And uh, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what he does. Mike describes himself as he's a turnaround guy. He likes to take over organizations and shake things up. He had a huge challenge when he came into the LPGA, which is it was just at about at the lowest point in its history uh, uh, when he took over, and he turned that around. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what he has on his mind uh, to do with the USGA, and it'll be very, very interesting to see if uh, he gets the uh, the freedom there uh, to to do the kind of things he wants to do. Yeah, I don't think you'll find anybody in golf or anybody in the world, for that matter who would say that he did not do an outstanding job at the LPGA. So he, uh, he certainly got the, the resume and the gravitas, I think, for, for a place like the USGA. He took over after uh, following a commissioner who had uh, burned a lot of longstanding uh, uh, business relationships uh, and, uh, and then got whapped by the uh, Great Recession. Uh, when he came in uh, the, that first year, 2010, there were 23 tournaments. That's the lowest the tour had been since uh, 1971. And he got it back up to this year they have 34 tournaments, a Solheim Cup, Olympic golf. Uh, uh, once they start with the Kia tournament the, the third week of March, they play pretty much nonstop until Thanksgiving. Can you give us a little background on uh, uh, Michael Wan as far as where he got his start and, and how things uh, developed from there? Yeah, he's, uh, he's always been a sports guy. Uh, he played high school football with uh, Sean Payton, the, uh, the head coach of the New Orleans Saints. Uh, he played college football at the University of Miami, Ohio. Uh, and then he started uh, with Colgate-Palmolive in, uh, um, in uh, uh, Cincinnati, uh, working for them. Uh, eventually went to TaylorMade Golf. Uh, he, uh, uh, he's a bit, always been a very passionate golf guy. He went to a hockey company and ran them for a while, and uh, and then he came into the uh, LPGA. And um, as I said, he 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 describes himself as he says, "I'm a turnaround guy. He likes to take over organizations that need uh, that need some uh, uh, energy uh, uh, pushed into them." And uh, and then and boy, he sure did that at the LPGA. 
Ron Syrak, our guest, we're talking about Mike Wan, the new executive director of the USGA, after spending a little over a decade as the head of the LPGA and the LPGA Tour. The the USGA, Ron, you think that's a, a good fit. The USGA has been, been uh, old school, kind of stodgy, kind of set in their ways. You, you think it's going to be a good fit? Well, um, for exactly the reasons that you just said, Mike Wan is the opposite of all those things. Um, um, he's he's uh, uh, he's not old school. He's not stodgy. He's not set in his ways. You talk to anybody who works with him, they say his first trait, his strongest trait, is he listens. He asks questions. He listens. He gathers all the information he can before he makes decisions. And then also, I can tell you, speaking as a journalist. He's one of the, you want your people, your contacts that you deal with to be accessible, to be responsive, and to be honest. And he's all three of those things. Uh, I used to joke with him all the time that uh, I said that, you know, a, a writer's dream, uh, a reporter's dream is to run into Mike Wan after he's had a couple of diet sodas and he's on a good caffeine run because uh, <laughs> he just talks and talks and talks. I, I can't tell you how many times he'll begin an answer by saying, I probably shouldn't say this, but, or my media people are going to be angry that I said this, but. And then he tells you something truthful, and uh, he, he, he sees that. And, and I do think that the uh, USGA uh, has this image among the rank-and-file golfers, um, you know, that it's, a, it, that it's a, uh, not only a country club organization, but the elite country club organization, and that it's not in touch with the average golfer out there, and uh, and I think that would be something that Mike would uh, would would try to address. He would try to make the uh, um, the USGA seem less like a bunch of of blue jacketed blue bloods and more like they really care about about the the daily fee golfer, the low end club golfer, uh, every golfer out there. One of the things that we covered last week when we had uh, uh, our show was the fact that uh, we're talking about the courses maybe being too short or, or need to be adjusted for the, the pros. Uh, is this an area that you think that Michael Wan could have some um, uh, something really to say about that? Because when you look at these guys out on the tour now, when they're hitting these 350-yard drives, it kind of makes the average golfer sit back and say, well, you know, I'm never going to get there, so golf is not as fun. But uh, when they watch these people, it's fun for us to watch, but we can't mimic them. And is this an area that maybe he, he might be able to address? You know, I don't know where he really stands on, on equipment, uh, because equipment hasn't really been an issue in the LPGA. It's getting there right now. The, the, the distance boom is starting to come to the LPGA last year. Uh, um, uh, Bianca Pangdanen and uh, averaged 288 yards a drive, so it, wow. the distance is going. Mm. But Mark, uh, uh, Mike is always um, he likes birdies uh, on the LPGA, but he set the courses up strategically, and uh, you know it'd be interesting to see how that influence comes there. You know, I, I spent a lot of yesterday watching the uh, the tournament from Riviera and uh, and the hardest short par four in the world is number 10 at Riviera. And, and I've always felt that one of the mistakes that, that golf has made, that it's responded to distance by making courses longer, when I think, in fact, what you need to do is make them shorter and more strategic, 
and and take those guys who hit 350 and have them really make a decision about do I really want to hit driver on this hole or do I want to hit something less than that. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see Mike coming in from women's golf, which is a much more strategic game right now than the PGA Tour is, which is, you know, not so much the U.S. Open, but on the PGA Tour, it's bomb and gouge golf, although uh, we did see Bryson DeChambeau won a U.S. Open playing bomb and gouge golf, and I never thought I'd see that in my lifetime. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, I hear the music, which means we're coming up on a break. Can you stay with us, and we'll pick it up on the other side? Absolutely. All right, we've got a couple more questions for you about that and the void created at the LPGA now with Mike Wangan. And then we want to talk about the return of Annika, Annika Sorensen coming out of retirement to play in a tour event for the ladies next weekend. We'll do that with Ron Syrak, who is our guest today on Tee to Green, Jay Ritchie, Jerry Evans, and we will be right back. an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, maybe losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 destination listening for dedicated golfers you found it t to green the golf show now on sirius channel 217 xm channel 203 and the sirius xm app with jerry evans i'm jay ritchie and we're looking at uh, a couple of things today including the fact that the usga this week named mike juan as its new executive director Juan spent the past 11 years as the commissioner of the LPGA Tour, helping us to do that from Golf Channel, Golf Digest, and LPGA.com. Our guest is Ron Syrak. Ron, uh, let's get into the teeth of this, and that is uh, with, with regard to Michael Juan leaving the LPGA and going over to the USGA, we talked about this right at the beginning of the show. Is this a lateral move, or is this something where it's kind of an upgrade without you know, maybe uh, saying, well, women's golf gave me the elevator to, to get up a little bit higher? Uh, with regard to the LPGA, who are they going to seek out now to take over his position? It's interesting to see as to whether it's a lateral move or a step up or not. Um, um, you know, both organizations, the LPGA and the USJ, are are on that uh, a top tier of organizations in golf. And when they have the the uh, when when the meetings of the minds happens of the organ of all the golf uh, powers power brokers, both organizations are there. Um, I, I would think that the USGA would would be a, a step up for Mike in the sense that. It involves both men's and women's golf. You know, it's 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 the big picture. So uh, that's a step forward. Uh, as for what the LPGA is going to do right now, one thing is for sure: the job is a whole lot more attractive right now than it was when Mike Wan took it in 2010, because of the great work that Mike Wan did. Uh, um, I have a feeling that they're going to have a lot of candidates interested, uh, um, uh, a lot more than than the last time around. Um, you know, I, I hear. Uh, I hear Susie Whaley's name out there. She was a, she's just a recent past president of the PGA of America, uh, uh, a teaching pro. Uh, I think whoever it is, it's going to have to be somebody who has not only the strong personal skills that Mike Wan does, but also the strong business skills. Uh, they need to be somebody who can really go out there and sell the tour. How about Jay Ritchie? <laughs> I, I, I go for him. Okay. <laughs> how, how about how about Ron Syrak? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I have no business skills. <laughs> the reason, the reason I'm a writer, I was once deputy sports editor at the AP, and one of the reasons I'm, I'm a writer is that I, I found out how much I hated being a manager. <laughs> oh, there you go. Now, you know, I had a thought, too. One of the names that I thought might be 
we might be hearing about might pop up a little bit would be Annika Sorenstam, but it looks like she's got other plans. Well, she's right now president of the International Golf Federation. Uh, that, that's one thing she's got going, and and it, it looks pretty much now the fact that uh, that she's committed to play in this this coming week's uh, Game Breach Championship on the LPGA, her her first tournament since 2008 in my mind means, and I talked to her about this, and she's not denying it, it, it means that she's got her eye set on the uh, U.S. Senior Women's Open this summer uh, in Connecticut. Uh, it's in July, the last week of July. Uh, Annika turned 50 in October and is now old enough. Um, I think she wants her kids to see her play uh, in, in some com- real competitive events. She's played the father's son. She played in the celebrity vision of the Diamond Resorts Tournament of Champions a couple of weeks ago, but uh, hasn't really played an LPGA Tour event uh, um, uh, since 2008. So I, I think she's trying to get her game ready. As, as a Hall of Fame member, she has, she's exempt into any tournament that she wants to play in. So she can, she can put together a schedule, and there's one major she can get in. She can get into the ANA Inspiration. The U.S. Women's Open would have to give her a special exemption, which if she hinted that she would take one, I have a feeling she'd get that. Um, so I think we're going uh, to see a more active Annika out there this year. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Do you think her, her dabbling in those celebrity events maybe whetted her appetite a little bit, or do you think that that was just a, a prelim to her? She knew she was going to come back. Well, you know, uh, the one thing I know about Annika, having covered her for 25 years, is she plays golf for one reason, to beat you, to win. That's what she's all about. And I think that she knows that she can't be the best player in the LPGA right now, but I think she thinks she can go in and win that senior women's open. And I think what she wants to do is get her game ready, get some reps in, some competitive reps in to, uh, uh, to, to be sharp when she gets to Brookline Country Club and, and, and to, she wants to win that tournament. Uh, there's also a, a tournament at French Lick Resort, the senior LPGA championship that she might now uh, consider playing. But, um, and look, um, she's a businesswoman now. She's got she's got the Annika brand out there, and um, being visible as a competitive player is good for your brand. Uh, you know, so uh, so it's going to help her. It's going to help her business wise too. You know, it's one of the things that the uh, PGA Tour champions bring to all those guys. Keeps their not only keeps some competitive dollars rolling in, it keeps some endorsement dollars rolling in because you're out there and you're on TV and showing off their logos. Well, it's, I certainly feel like she picked the right tournament to come out of retirement uh, on her home course at Lake Nona Country Club in Orlando. That's got to be uh, a big boost for her, nothing else. Yeah, I've been to her place there. She lives on the 16th fairway, literally. So she's And, uh, uh, you know, the, the thing about Annika, though, is uh, I was playing golf with her husband one day, and we were playing at Lake Nona. And he said to me, where do you like to play in the country? And I started talking started talking about abandoned dunes. I said, oh, great golf experience. I said, Annika would love it there. And I'm, I'm going on, and he stops me, and he says, no, you don't understand. Annika doesn't play golf for fun. She plays golf to win. And <laughs> so she's played very little uh, giggle golf. But the, the fact now that as the kids are getting older uh, and playing golf, uh, uh, and, uh, and uh, particularly Will, their, their son, um, she's she gets out she's been playing with them they play nine holes a lot 
so uh, uh, I think the fact that the course is right there, that she knows the course really well. She has been playing. She has been playing an enormous amount. But I'll bet you that since she decided to play in this tournament, I bet you she's been out there every day. We're talking to Ron Syrak about the return of Annika Sorenstam. I always thought, you know, she stepped away. She was she was still great, and she was 38 years old. And I thought this is probably going to be a two, three, maybe four years max retirement, and she'll be back. But it uh, it took a little longer than uh, than I thought. But now she's back, and uh, she'll be playing in this tournament next week. Is she is she still good? Can she play? She's not as long as she used to be. Um, she's, you know, uh, she's gotten a, a little bit shorter, which is, uh, she might get that back. But, but part of what, you know, when Annika was, was Annika, uh, she not only practiced two hours a day, she worked out two hours a day, you know, and, and she doesn't have that time in her life anymore. Between being a mom and, between, and a businesswoman, she doesn't have the time to practice as much and work out as much. So she's not as strong as she was. So she, she's not quite as long. Um, she's got that same wonderfully rhythmic swing. It's 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 a, uh, you know, it's it's one of the best two or three repeating swings that I've ever seen. You know, it's just uh, one of the. There, there's more than one right way to swing a golf club. The key is to make your swing repeat. And boy, did she ever make her swing repeat! And it looks like it still does. Uh, um, it'll be interesting to see what kind of touch she has out there uh, uh, around the greens with her chipping and putting, which was never really the strongest part of her game. The, 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 the strength of her game was she would hit 85% of the fairways and 80% of the greens, you know, and you're, you're going you're to make a lot of birdies that way just by accident if you're, if you're putting for birdies on 80% of the greens. And that seems to be there. She still seems to be uh, – have that rhythmic swing and, and, and have that accuracy. So what do you see, Ron, as, as her return as far as the impact on women's golf? Well, I'll tell you, first off, um, uh, to me, I'm as, uh, I'm as um, not really anxious but, but interested about this as I was when she played uh, at Colonial in 2003 on the PGA Tour. Going into that tournament that first day, it was one of the most exciting days I've ever spent on a golf course because I did not know what to expect from her. If she had shot 67, I wouldn't have been surprised. If she had shot 77, I wouldn't have been surprised. Uh, I did not know what to expect. And uh, she went out, she shot a 71 and putted for birdie on every hole. And if uh, if Brad Faxon or Inby Park had had her ball positions, they'd have shot 65 that day. Um, But she just didn't putt well. I feel that same way going into uh, this. I don't know if, if she goes out on Thursday and shoots a 67 at Lake Nona, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. If she goes out and she struggles, I wouldn't be surprised because it's hard to be. Uh, and I think that's really good for women's golf because I think a lot of people are going to feel like me and they're going to tune in to watch just out of curiosity, uh, just out of the curiosity to see what she's going to do. That's what I was going to point out is the fact that this has got to improve the ratings. Uh, not that maybe they're doing all that bad, but I'm certain with Annika Sorenstam out on the course, that's going to bring in a lot more viewership. Well, when she, that first round that she played at, uh, at, at Colonial uh, that year on the PGA Tour, the Thursday-Friday TV ratings were double uh, the highest ratings that the PGA Tour had on any other event for Thursday-Friday that, that, that year. 
Well, we and a lot of others, I'm sure, will be tuning in to Golf Channel next week to watch Anna Kasorison playing the game. Is it Gainbridge event? Is that what it is? Gainbridge Championship. Yep. Gainbridge Championship. Ron Syrak, our guest. Ron, thanks for taking the time. Thanks for doing two segments and uh, doing a great job today. Appreciate it, and we'll talk again soon. Always a pleasure. See you down the road, my friend. There you go. That's Ron Syrak from the Golf Channel, Golf Digest, LPGA.com. He's he's done it all, and he continues to do a great job. Good stuff, that's for sure. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. More of Tee to Green right after this. What's in store this week at your local Staples? Big deals on paper that are kind of a big deal. That's because Staples has just reduced their everyday prices on true red paper. And so right now, a ream of Staples true red copy paper is only $3.99 every single day. Just $3.99 for a ream of true red copy paper makes every day a great day to save at Staples. Shop in store or pick up curbside and save big with everyday low prices on paper at Staples. Limit three. Curbside available at most stores. The spread of COVID-19 is still unchecked across the nation, and you need to keep your family safe. Make a new habit and check your temperatures twice a day, once before dinner and before leaving home in the morning. You can't afford to take chances, so use the Exergen Temporal Scanner. Its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies, and it takes an accurate reading in seconds. It's the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Quick and easy to use, you can count on Exergen to keep your family safe 24 hours a day. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. News, interviews, and fun for everyone interested in golf. That's what we serve up in huge helpings every 
Sunday right here on T to Green. It's the golf show along with Jerry Evans. I'm Jay Ritchie. And our next guest is standing by and ready to go. Again, the big headline in golf this week, Mike Wan, named commissioner of the LPGA uh, in January 2010. And he held that job for exactly 11 years until last month. We announced he was stepping down. He has a new job. He was hired as the 8th Executive Director of the United States Golf Association this past Wednesday. Our next guest and Mike Wan go back a few years, and we're going to get thoughts on that from Jack Dillon with Golf Inc. and Volvic USA, returning to Tita Green and on the guest line right now. Hey, Jack, how you doing? Good morning, Jay. How are you? Jerry, how are you? Good, good, good. Good to have you back on the show. It's been a been a few months, but it's nice always to talk to to you and get your thoughts on things. So, how how far back do you and Mike Wan go? Uh, Mike and I go back to the mid nineties when Mike was uh, in head of marketing at Taylor Made Golf, and I was doing something else uh, uh, involved in a bunch of uh, uh, practice centers. So uh, we did a lot of business together and had uh, had some fun together. Does this move surprise you at all? It does, uh, it it does, but I think it's a, a wonderful move for the USGA, and and I think Mike will bring a an amazing flavor, an amazing new mindset to um, to what we maybe perceive as a, a very old traditional organization. One of the things we talked about earlier was um, was this a lateral move? In your estimation. Do you think it is a lateral move, or do you think that uh, this is a bump up from him without, uh, you know, I guess, downsizing the LPGA? No, I think for Mike, it's a, it's a great move for Mike. I think uh, the LPGA is going to miss Mike terribly. When Mike got to the LPGA, it was in some serious distress, and, and Mike brought a creative bent to it that uh, just made things magical. And I think he'll do a lot of the same things under different circumstances for the USGA. What do you what do you think he um, he's going to focus on, or does he, is he just going to sit back a while and and kind of take it all in, and then maybe come up with a little bit of an agenda? I think there's a certainly a different opportunity with the USGA than he had with the LPGA. When when he got to the LPGA, there was kind of a fire going on in the house, if you will. So he had to move pretty quickly on on making some adjustments. I think with the USGA, he has the time and the opportunity to be patient and to speak to all the people, all the constituents, and to understand really how to move forward as opposed to needing to move forward in the first 90 days. We talked to uh, Ron a little bit earlier on the program, and we asked him about whether or not uh, uh, Michael Wan is thinking about changing maybe the structure of the courses because a lot of these players are hitting the ball so far along that uh, it makes it you know difficult for the average golfer to go out there and really uh, you know think that well this is a lot of fun because they can't match what the pros are doing so is this something that maybe he will be tackling as far as the strategy of the courses i don't know about the courses uh jerry as much as jerry as much as it's, a, it's probably a long-term equipment issue, uh, whether it's the golf ball or whether it's golf clubs. Um, I, we had to decide, I think Mike has to decide and the USGA has to decide, should there be one set of rules, should there be two set of rules? Because let's face it, the people who play for a living uh, 
hit the ball a lot differently than than you and I hit it, and and the rest of us hit it, the rest of us uh, uh, regular folk. So I think eventually he's going to find a hornet's nest potentially on the equipment side and deciding uh, what the new rules might look like. Should there be two sets of rules, one for uh, the average golfer and one for the professional? Because, again, let's face it, uh, they play a very, very different game than the rest of us. Yeah, you being in the equipment business somewhat with with Volvic uh, USA and and uh, the manufacturer of golf balls there, what are your thoughts on on what's happening with that? With the the proposal for new standards and maybe uh, those guys, the pros, playing with one set of clubs and balls, and the rest of us playing with a different different set. Well, personally, I, I think it would be wonderful to have two sets of rules, but. We all come from a game that's very traditional. It's the only, let's face it, it's the only sport where you can play in the same theaters as your heroes and you can play the same equipment as your heroes. Uh, but is that really realistic in this modern age? Because um, this goes back long, long time ago to when golf balls were Bellata and golf clubs were persimmon and uh, irons were forged. So it's a, it's a very different day and it's a very different player as well in terms of the professional um these are athletes today versus golfers uh when i grew up and, and i think he, i think mike and his team will need to look at things through a very different lens so as someone in the golf ball business um i think we would we would love the opportunity to have a different set of standards for the professional versus the amateur because i think we can make the game more fun for the how would you I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but how would you make those changes? Like in the golf balls, would you reduce the number of dimples? Uh, I mean, what, what would what would it take to come up with a different set of standards for the pros as opposed to the amateur? Well, I'm no engineer, so please don't, don't nail me to the wall on this one, but it starts from the inside. You have to develop a different core and then work from inside out. That, that's how you want to develop a different golf ball. Um, the dimples pr- provide a different... Uh, different trajectory and height, but uh, you have to develop the ball from the inside out. So that's that's how that would come about. But I think that as Mike gets further along in the um, position, uh, the golf pro is going to have their point of view on equipment. Um, golf course architects are going to have their point of view. USGA is going to have their point of view, and, and obviously the rest of us are going to have our own thoughts. So it's a probably a hornet's nest, but I think it's a it's a valuable conversation to have and something that I think will eventually come to a head with some kind of new decision needing to be made. And all of this comes at a, at a really interesting time in golf. We just saw all the latest numbers despite COVID and even with COVID still going on. Uh, more people playing. The numbers are up for kids. They're up for female golfers. They're up for first-time golfers. So this this it couldn't come at a more interesting time, I think, for the whole golf industry and golf in general right now. Jay, I think you're right. I think the game has changed just in the last 13 months, and I think there's opportunity today uh, that didn't exist, and there's an attitude and a confidence that didn't exist uh, 13 or 14 months ago. Certainly from the equipment side, uh, from the tee sheet side, from, from every position of golf, so I think there's an opportunity uh, for us in the business to look at things very, very differently 
and to look at sets of standards, again, that we weren't looking at at the end of 2019, uh, whether it's the way we treat golfers at the golf course, whether it's how we get golfers around the golf course, because now a lot more people want to play, and there's only so many tee times on the tee sheet on any given day. But to give you some example of the numbers as you spoke a minute ago, uh, in April of last year, April numbers were up 40, over 42%, and yet rounds for the year at that point were down 16%. Uh, yet we finished uh, with an increase of 14% overall. So uh, 50.2 million more rounds of golf were played in 20 than in 2019, which is incredible. Someone who's been in the game for decades, uh, last year was a year that we have dreamt about for a lifetime. So how do we keep those folks? Is golf ready to take on <clears throat> take on that challenge? Well, I think, as, as we just talked about, I think it, it needs to be a different mindset, Jay, and I think uh, retention is critical, but retention in, in, in more than just a smile and a, uh, and a little better service at the, at the backdrop or at the first tee. I think we just need to do more things. And I think one of the critical areas is instruction. Um, let's face it, if we're all playing our best golf, we look forward to playing more golf. If we, we're not playing well or not playing well at all, and our buddies say, hey, Jay, you want to go play nine holes? Uh, chances are you'll find some more honeydews to do. So I think uh, one channel to getting people to play more golf is to get them to play better golf. And that's what I would propose to, uh, to everyone in the game, to uh, create an instruction program that's unique and different than ever before and make that the pathway to building rounds of golf and retaining golfers and retaining an increase in rounds of golf. Because I think what you're going to see this year is the same excitement as you saw for seven months last year. One of the things that I have thought about over the course of the last year is the fact that, you know, with COVID hitting all around the world, a lot of people were put out of work. And I guess they may have come to a point where they said, you know what, I'm going to go out and do something, if nothing else, because uh, I'm just tired of sitting in the house and doing nothing. So do you think that that may be attributed to the rise in the number of, of rounds that were played because people were going out there, even though they were unemployed, they were looking for something to do, and, and that might have had some some factor in, in what they were uh, trying to, to, to reach as far as a personal goal? Sure, Jerry. I think that was part of it, but I think there's also a funnel that, that everybody jumped into, whether it was moms getting the kids on the golf course, whether it was the, the person working at home uh, shutting down for the day at 2 o'clock and, and knowing that they have some freedom at the golf course and just to get out of the house. So I think there was a lot of different ways that people got to a golf course. Um, the, re- the retention is about making the experience different because, let's face it, last year we were chasing our tail just trying to keep keep the golfers going before the sun went down. And I think as we go forward, I think it's a, to me, uh, there's a different mentality in how, how we uh, make the experience truly unique and truly fun uh, to keep those foursomes coming back over and over again. One of the things I also, I also hear and we're starting to see a little bit is the fact that because there are so many people now Again, interested in golf, playing golf, they want to stay interested. Uh, a lot of places, a lot of golf courses are looking at raising their fees, raising their uh, their rates to play. Do you think that's a good move or not? 
Yeah, I, boy, Jay, that's a great point. And, and that would be my concern is that we don't want to kill the goose that brought the golden egg. Um, I mean, there's stories in, in some of the magazines that talk about initiation fees going uh, going way up. So, yes, that is a concern. Um, you know, the twilight rates are going away. Uh, the afternoon rates went away last year. So, yeah, I think there's certain value in a golf course, and, and you want to hit that value. Uh, but at the same time, you don't want to oversell it. So, yeah, I, I think there's an opportunity because we should play the long game here and not play the game for 2021, but play the long game where we, where we build a golfer, retain the golfer, and have them come back, uh, whether it's with family or whether it's with friends, uh, for the long term. So, yeah, there's that, there's that opportunity for crisis um, in the price strategy. All right. I hear that music, Jerry. Yeah, I hear it too. And uh, I was just going to point out that uh, he brings up a good point, and that is, like, you know, the amount that they're going to maybe raise the rates. I was just thinking about that. Uh, about 10 to 15 years ago, we're paying le- uh, less than half of what we're paying now to yeah. play just nine holes. Jack Dillon with Volvic USA and Golf Inc. Jack, thanks for stopping by again, and we'll kind of leave things there and pick it up again the next time we have you on the show. How's that? Thank you very much, Jay. Thank you, Jerry. Have a great Sunday and a great week. All right. Fantastic. Jack Dillon with us today on TD Green, bringing a lot to the table as usual. We're not done yet. We'll take a break. We'll come back. There's some golf uh, out at Riviera in California, and we'll talk about that and more when we return. This is TD Green. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low-Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Pay for 25 years. People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. 
Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. It's the fastest hour in radio and the quickest hour in golf and another edition of TD Green just flying by, but we're not done yet. Time to check in on what's happening in golf this week. And the one big tournament going on is the Genesis Invitational. Riviera Country Club, Pacific Palisades, California, historic place and a tough, uh, tough uh, course. That's for sure. And they had that wind delay yesterday, so uh, the leader is, is it Ken Burns. Uh, Sam Burns. Sam Burns. I'm yeah. sorry, Sam Burns. Uh, Got to play 23 holes today. <laughs> yeah. We're not seeing, you know, people shooting 60 and 61 at, this, no. at that course. But Sam Burns has a uh, two-shot lead, minus 10, going into the last round today. Matt Fitzpatrick, minus 8. Dustin Johnson, Max Homa, and Wyndham Clark at minus 7. Boy, Homa's off to a good start right. this year. Patrick Cantley, four back at minus 6. Tony Finau and four others, minus five. Jordan Spieth, minus four. Missed cuts, big names, Matt Kuchar, Stuart Sink, Sergio, Bryson DeChambeau, Bubba Watson, Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas, Gary Woodland, all missed the cut at this event. Was it the wind? Uh, and the course, I think, too. Oh, yeah. It had something to do with it, but that's going on. Uh, the final round today, weather permitting, and uh, can't go without mentioning this. There's nothing better than golf and hockey in my my book. If anybody knows you, they they know that's exactly <laughs> true. Well, the uh, NHL's outdoor series, yeah. the outdoor rink was built on a golf course. <laughs> the Edgewater Tahoe Golf Course in State Line, Nevada. And, of course, if you were following that, it's, uh, it was off the 18th fairway. Last uh, Yesterday's game uh, got started between uh, the Colorado Abs, and I, I forget who they were playing. But um, they played the first period and then had to call the game temporarily because the sun was eight hours. in the ice. Yeah, they finally picked it up last night and finished it off. Yeah, it was eight hours yeah. that it was delayed. And then tonight, darkness. Philadelphia and Boston will play, so no no sun to worry about tonight. Do they have stadium lights? <laughs> <laughs> Crazy stuff. Uh, thanks to our guests today, two great guests, and we hope you enjoyed their conversation about uh, about Annika Sorenstam and Mike Wan and all that good stuff. Ron Syrak and Jack Dillon, we appreciate them and their input as always, and that's going to do it, Jerry. Good show today. That's right, and looking forward to next weekend. We'll talk more about Annika. Yeah, nice job from uh, Scott Cuddy today, and that's it for Jerry. I'm Jay. Till next time, hit them long, hit them straight. Yeah.